Isabel is an approachable, supportive and knowledgeable coach who has helped to take my running to the next level. Working through her program has me feeling more confident to achieve my running goals. I'm really enjoying the program she has set for me, working on strength and endurance. After being with Isabel for a few months now, I can see improvement in my running and overall strength. Isabel is supportive and helps to keep me accountable to stick to my training. Thanks, Isabel. Hello and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. We are the Tates and we are here to talk to you all about everything endurance. Hello and welcome. Yes, that's Ron. That's me. I'm Isabel. Hello. Don't get us muddled. (laughs) I did talk about shaving my head the other day. You did, yeah. But then we thought we'd look too similar, especially when we're wearing our Peak Endurance t-shirts. So people might not And the only reason I'd want to shave my hair is because, honestly, I'm like a bloody... I don't know what is it, but you know, dropping hair everywhere. The house is just covered in my long hair, and it's just gross. That's right. And my hair is so easy. I get out of the shower, I dry it with a towel, and I'm done. And yeah, and like it takes me forever. The amount of conditioner, and then all this work that goes into putting it into a ponytail. You know, <laughs> I don't even dry it. Like seriously, I have my shower at seven in the morning. Go to bed at eight thirty at night. My hair's still wet. That's right. So she <laughs> takes it out of the ponytail, and it's still wet. Yeah. That's how much care and effort I put in. It's looking yeah. really fizzy and shit today, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you don't know if you're not watching the YouTube. No, right. And if you are, you've got this awesome view of our fridge and yeah. our window, which I closed the blinds because the sun is going down. It is 10 to 5, and it's yeah. right at that angle where it was shining in through the through the window. window. Yeah. Anyway, so we are here today to talk about what we believe are the Ten Commandments of Ultra Running, just because yep. we can, because we've got the microphone and you don't. That's right. And no one gave me any bloody ideas, so thanks very much. <laughs> um, not appreciated, but anyway, I had to think up six all on my oh, own. Wow. Um, we'll get to that in a sec. We'll just have a little bit of an yep. update. Um, I'm off to Queensland on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, to run the 100Ks on the rail trail. You can see the joy in her face. I mean, I'm sure it's a great race and lots of people love that sort of race. It's just not the kind of race that I love. No. It's kind of like, you know, here's the races I love and here's rail trails yes. all the way down there. Rail trails. Whenever we try and, you know, think, oh, maybe we should try the rail trail, oh. we're, we're generally disappointed oh. just because it's just, it's just, it's just <sighs> long and... You can see it. See it for a long way. And it's, I don't know, I, it just doesn't float my boat, quite frankly. Um, I prefer the hills and we sort of got out semi-hills again on Saturday and I was so much happier. Yes. There was There was no had, whinging and whining. No, we had happy Isabel on Saturday. Yes. Admittedly, I am feeling a lot better, like I was saying to Ron. I think I must have been battling something as well because to feel that bad for that long, like nothing major, just that general yeah. And um. You know, but I'm feeling a lot better now, which is good. Thank God, because I I am I do not abide in not feeling well. Um, and um I don't have a lot of patience for it. So um and then we went out and because we were tape I'm tapering, yeah, we only did twenty eight Ks in the semi sort of hilly. Yep. And then we only did uh four reps of library instead of five. Five, so 
Yes. Yeah, so, we did. Um, so I think I did it. 14 Ks and. It was only 13 Ks on oh, the 13, Sunday. Oh, 13, and, and just over 1,000 metres. Yeah. Nearly 1,100. God, that sounds good. Nearly 1,100 metres climbing. So not bad. So my week last week, sorry, I'm looking at Strava. Yep. I did, oh, more than I thought, 102.42 kilometres. I thought I did 100, so two, two and a half kilometres yep. more, um, with 2,195 metres of climbing for the week. But, you know, that's my taper. Yeah. It's just that if I taper and rest and recover, it's like I'm never going to train. So this is a real um, hard one to navigate with the training, with the resting and whatnot so anyway you probably will take it just a little bit easier this week oh yeah 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 i will be cutting it back this week and i won't be running friday absolutely not um i mean i ran today because it's the Mm -hmm. king's birthday happy birthday charles yes and um sure he's he's celebrating in palace he's got the same birthday as his mum that happens sometimes (laughs) it happens sometimes who knew who knew (laughs) Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, we just, we just went on to, well, we went on Strava this morning, looked up a route, you know, it, it designs a route for you and we went, we'll do yes. that. So it was something a bit different, bit yeah. of fun. Give it a crack if you haven't. I think you've got to have the subscription though. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, it's a yeah. bit of fun, something different to do. Anything else we wanted to give the update? Your, your sweeping surf coast trail marathon yep. this yep. So Saturday. I'll be down in Torquay on Saturday morning, bright and early, um, and then getting to, um, where's the finish? I don't know. Not point at us. Um, anyway, I'll be getting to the finish line nice and late because it's generally about an eight-hour day. Yep. And then you've got to wait for the very last bus, of which there's yep. not many. Wait Maybe for- some kind soul will offer to give you a lift like they did for us last year. Because yeah. honestly, after he swept all day and then he has to sit there because he doesn't have a drop bag. Nobody's no. bringing him clothes. Got no nobody like we were last year. We were sitting there freezing, waiting for a bus that never appeared. So if you see Ron there, maybe offer to give him a lift because he's just done all this work to help people. And that's right. I'll be sitting there looking sad, so forlorn, forlorn. Yeah, no friends. Just no. <laughs> maybe offer me a lift. Yeah, take me anywhere. It doesn't really matter as long as it's the car's <laughs> warm and the heaters on. <laughs> Um, so that'll I'll be doing that Saturday while Isabel's just running a nice easy hundred kilometers. That's right. So don't you be bloody whinging. Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> you'll be a bit warmer though. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, but it starts at 10 a.m. No. What the hell is with that? We've been looking at the the next and, yes. Yes, the next couple November of races. November plans. Oh, is that oh, what the, the next couple of races? We've got this one. Which Isabel will be starting at ten o'clock in the up in the in the morning. That is which, the afternoon, yes. Which, which means you know uh, probably around the midnight, possibly later finish, depending yeah. on how things go. And then um, the next race we've got is Ultra Adelaide, where we have to get up and, and catch a bus before four thirty in the morning. So four we'll twenty the bus is. So we'll be getting hell? up at like three o'clock in the morning to get mm-hmm. ourselves there for the bus. So that's going to be a real that sounds kick like in the pants. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awful. And then we were looking the Marysville Marathon uh, Trails Plus event has come out. Yep. And that means I don't have to go to Western Australia. Thank. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with Western Australia, but I'm going there in January. There's only one race in Australia of 100Ks in January, and that's in Western Australia. And it's just a lot of money. Like, we're going to Europe soon. Like, I'm going to Queensland this week. This is costing me a bloody fortune. Um, I'm slightly regretting my choices, 
not because of the 100 Ks, because of the cost. Mm. Um, and so it means I won't have to do go do the feral pig ultra, although yeah. I really, really wanted to do it, uh, you know, it'll save us some money um, or me at least. And then... Um, so Marysville Marathon, but it starts at 10 p.m. at night. Yeah, so because we're going to go the in betweeny wave, like the yeah. not the slower wave, but not the faster. Because I don't, we don't, I don't want any pressure for time. Um, so yeah. So yeah, we'll go, and um, so um, that'll run start and run through, through the, the night. night. Um, and because it's a two lapper, so or it's a two no. loop. Yeah, not two lap, two loop. Yeah, so we'll be going through the um, Proclamation Park at around about the same time that the other 50K is, the yeah. actual 50K race is starting. So nothing to give us a pep in our step than seeing the fresh people sprinting Spr off in yeah, front of us. Right. Or, or sprinting past us, Yeah, you know, when they've just started their race. Yes. We're 55Ks in. That's right. So nothing so. like that for a bit of motivation. <laughs> and perchance a little bit of whinging on my behalf. We'll never know. We won't know until we're there. Yes. I don't actually really but, whinge that no. much. We we pretend that I do. I actually don't. No, she doesn't. I, you know, I suffer in silence, yeah, quite frankly. You do, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, we both, everyone has bad moments and they're yeah. the, really the moments you remember the most. They stick in your mind, unfortunately. Mm. And so, you know, but, you know, I'm sure so, it'll be an awesome day. Yeah, so, that, like, so far that'll be our November. Yeah, yeah. November so, and event. that's, so we need to enter that soon because the prices will go up. And once again, I'm trying to mm -hmm. save every penny that I possibly can because we've been booking everything for Europe and that's yep. uh, my, and yours, credit cards, has yep. both taken a battering because the flights were holy moly, cacacoli expensive. <laughs> but, you know, I want to visit family and I want Ron to meet my friends and family yep. overseas. So this is what you do when you are a, 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 what an immigrant. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not Australian. Sometimes you just got to go back. I almost said home, quite frankly. The truth, probably go home and visit. Um, mm. So, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Um, and it's especially important for me because I have pretty much no family here in Australia. So, yes. So, yes, I know it seems like we're spending a lot of money, but sometimes family is more important than money. Yeah. Absolutely. And fitting in a couple of nice little races. And we're going to fit in going to Chamonix, Chamonix to see yeah. the start of UTMB because, of course, I've got some friends, a Canadian friend, she's doing the race. One of my clients, no, a couple of my clients are doing the CCC. Um, and the woman I met when I went to do UTMB when I stayed at her place, she was actually an Aussie place that we stayed at. She was so lovely and her husband was so lovely and I want to visit with her. So there's actually a few people that we yeah. want to see. Yeah. You know, so, you so know. yeah, we'll be we'll be hanging around. You know, the start finish area. We'll probably go for some nice jiggy nice. jogs yep. in the area. Check, Obviously, check we're not we're out. not staying in Chamonix. We a we left no. it a bit late, and b the prices are like six bajillion dollars. Uh, so we we're, <laughs> we're staying in some. It'll be a minimum half an hour, an hour train ride. Isn't no, it's it? a half an hour, I think. Yeah, but, but we've yeah. got to get to the place yeah. first. We've got to get a bus and then a train, and so, so yeah, it's yeah. going to be a bit of a. But you know, we're gonna save probably two thousand dollars in the station. That's right. And you know, yeah. Yeah. I we could run there. Yeah, we could run there. You know? And then yeah. you could piggyback me back after <laughs> I've had my fondue. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't think I'd be running after all that cheese. Oh, no, that would be <laughs> when my daughter and I were in UTMB that we're both lactose intolerant, but we went screw it and we went out for dinner. 
and had the fondue and the walk home was the most unpleasant oh, walk home. We were both practically crying. <laughs> we felt so sick. Yeah, and we shared a room and it wasn't pleasant. Oh, Let's no. just put it that way. <laughs> there would have been no flies left in there the next morning. <laughs> and it was all her. Yeah. Um, yes. She's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, but you've got to try the fondue. Like, Definitely. you know, I, I love the fondue in Switzerland. I have to admit it's Yeah, so... we'll, we'll be in Switzerland twice over the, over mm. the trip. We'll be there. For, I love Switzerland. Um, when we first get there at... Um, Early, yeah, race, my first yeah, race. early September will be uh, in Switzerland and then we'll be going back again. At yeah. the in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, after Paris. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, it's going to be the whistle-stop tour of Europe. It is because, yeah, well, after after Chamonix, we'll be heading on to, at this point, we're looking at heading on to Prague, Prague. for a visit. Because I've always wanted to go to Prague. It's meant to be a beautiful, beautiful city, very historic. Yeah. And then we're and going to go to Budapest. Budapest for a couple of days. And then Vienna, Vienna for because the, the next yeah. race is in Austria. Yeah. And then we'll quickly give it back home to Beeplis in Germany, a little village. Uh, um, And then probably just for a day, basically, a yeah. day or two, and then edit. My Tante yeah. edit will take us to Frankfurt. And yeah. Just... Off we go. That's it. That's it. Auf Wiedersehen. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait. So we've got a full itinerary. Very full. We'll be going to but, Belgium too. I've got a yes. friend over there. She was a girl that came and stayed with us as a uh, for six weeks as an international student. Yeah. <clears throat> once. yeah. And um, and we've stayed friends. So, and hmm. you know, lovely girl. And um, so, yeah, so... Yeah, we get oh, lots to do. Lots to do. So we will do a, don't worry, we'll, whether or not we keep up with the podcast, I don't know, but we will definitely be doing lots of lives yeah. <clears throat> um, on Insta and um, lots of videos and reels and keeping everyone updated. We should try to do the podcast. I, think we, I, think that, I, I mean, think I'll be taking my computer. It's more yeah. the speaker. I'll take the, the camera. That's yep. easy enough, but the speaker's a bit big. Yeah, and heavy. And, and that's, heavy, and that's is, the issue. That's the issue. Um <laughs> So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sh- I used to do the podcast just with the laptop, microphone, and camera. The camera yeah. was a bit dodged, but you yeah. know, the, the, the microphone's okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's not as good as the Blue Yeti, but you yeah. know, needs must and whatnot. That's so, it. yes, so that's the plan. That is the plan. Now, don't forget my last um, uphill, downhill training clinic is on the 16th of July. Um, 10 spots only. Um, so yes, and if you are entered in entered into GSER, I'll post in GSER um that the group there for people who've entered on Facebook um and give you a 15% off discount code just for people who have entered into GSER for this year. Okay, so I will do that. Writes herself and, a note to remind herself. Right. <laughs> and um GCR is definitely the sort of race where poles, oh my God. poles are an absolute advantage. Yes, you you need them at GCR. Any, anyone that says, you know, the poles won't help you at GCR is telling fibs because yep. it is tough, yep. technical, yep. steep. Heck, I was using poles at bloody um Cozy, Coast to Cozy. Yeah. And that's not even that hilly, really. No, but that, that Sometimes was... fatigue leads that's you right. to need poles when maybe you normally wouldn't. Um, so don't in, underestimate the power of poles is what that's I'm right. getting at. Yeah, eventually. You don't just have gone, to do hilly races. When you've gone far enough, poles will help in any 
Yeah, it's like your little walking frame. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yep. So, yes. All righty. Now we're going to get on to the Ten Commandments. I bags go first so you don't steal mine. (laughs) Now, what what we've done is we've both come up with lists um, of six or seven each. And hopefully we can make ten different ones out of that. We haven't. This is a proper list, like with numbers. We haven't. We haven't actually told each other what we've come up with, so there probably will be some doubling up, some overlap. But that's okay. Yeah, we might at the end. We might have to make up one or two on the fly if we've come. I'm sure we can think of something similar. We should have been drinking one. We go. (laughs) All right, I'll go first. You may have this one. Number one. Thou shalt train with poles if you are racing with them in brackets, but also train without poles. Okay, right. so we don't, we're going to talk about each one yes. first. We're not just yeah, going to, yeah. I yeah. thought you were about to No, no, I was just saying that's not one that I've got. So, <laughs> so you know, and it's related to my poles clinics, yep. which are now overall uphill and downhill because yep. I want to talk in those clinics about right. how to run effectively and safely up we used, to, we used to mainly focus on poles. But, but then we started introducing a bit more other stuff. And yes. now the more I think about it, the more I want to do a bit of that as well. Yep. Um, but... If you're going to be using poles in your race, use them in training. Mm -hmm. Don't just teach yourself how to stow them and carry them for the entire race. It's dead weight. Why the hell would you carry them that way if you're not going to bloody use them? And if you're going to use them, as you well know, we see so many people using them ineffectively, tippy-tapping them. And it's like, you might might as well not even bother. So if you're going to use them, use them properly. Do one of my poles clinics or train and teach yourself It'll take longer, but you'll be able to do it eventually. Um, But I certainly, we certainly will be able to teach many tips and tricks. But also in saying that, as much as I say, train with your poles, you've also got to do some of your hilly runs without poles. It has been known for poles to break. They are carbon fiber. They're lightweight. They can break or they jam or whatever. Or, you know, as we've spoken about with some races, lightning protocol, they get taken away. So you still need to strengthen your legs and that's what we teach is the different techniques to climbing without poles yeah. that you can use, right? So you've got to train without them as well. There is a different leg strength because obviously your legs get stronger without the poles because clearly the poles help you. Yeah. So train both. Don't just train one, but you must train with the poles. Do you have anything you want to add to yes. that one? Um, especially if, if you do do a clinic of some kind, whether it's Isabel's or whether it's someone else's or something else you 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 know do online, you still have to pr- uh, practice. Oh, God, yes. And, and um, people who've done my clinics, I tell them, yeah. you need to practice like even almost as soon as possible. Yeah, that's right. You can't just, you know, read something online or 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 see a video of it and then yeah. you're an expert. Yeah. It just, it, there's too much, you know, you have to be... Um, com, uh, learn by doing. Yeah, learn by doing. You have to, you know, there's so much involved with... It. The funny thing is that the hardest thing people find is co- coordinating their feet and their hands. Mm. Um, and which is why people use them ineffectively because yeah. they can't coordinate it. Yeah. They're not using them properly. That's right. You know, and they're expensive... So you want to actually be able to use them. Yeah. Like they're an expensive thing to carry around and expensive in weight and expensive in dollars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Number two. Number two. There are no training hacks. Nothing beats hard work. Oh, I like that one. But you should have said thou shalt not. Oh, sorry. Thou Thou, shalt. Thou shalt not employ training hacks. Thank you. That's more religious. Nothing beats hard work. Um, <laughs> Everyone wants to do a shortcut. That's right. That's the magic you, pill. Oh, you watch, you watch, you know, clips on on oh. YouTube and whatnot. Oh, geez, that looks easy. Oh, that takes the hard work out of it. 
Mm. Nothing beats getting out there and doing the hard yards. You're a hundred percent right. You can't you can't fudge the figures if you don't if you're you not training. Think about doing the training or have the written plan. I can look at the plan. Yeah. That means I've absorbed the kilometers, does That's it? That's right. Yep. That's right. So nothing beats getting out there and putting in the hard yards. So getting up early in the morning if you have to train before morning and if it's raining and if it's cold, you suck it up like a princess and you get out there and do it. If you come home from work and you're tired and it's raining and it's cold, you suck it up like a princess and you get out there and do it. I actually actually wrote that one down or stopped to to make a note of that one as I was running up a hill Yeah. because I was thinking to myself, you can't, nothing beats hill training like hill training. Yes. You know? And, and yeah, oh, that's a reel that I've got coming out this week, actually, well. okay. so, yeah. uh, where I talk about the, the thing that makes you strong for climbing hills is climbing, climbing hills. hills. <laughs> yes. That's right. I mean, I'm a big proponent of weights and they do help, but the rule of specificity is to train for hills, you've got to train on hills. Yeah. So yep. strength work absolutely helps, but nothing replicates the real yep. deal. But you are right. That's a really good one. I like that. Thank you. You were, I think you've probably got better ones than me. I don't know about that. All righty. Thou shalt train your gut. Okay. Have you got that? I've got something similar to that. What did you put? Uh, well. Oh, you don't want to I've, say it. No. One of them is remember to take in calories during the race and in training. Yeah. So All right. Well, thou shalt train your gut. So. And when we say thou shalt train your gut, not just one little tiny little moosely bar, yeah. but, you know, go back to, I can't remember which podcast it was, way back in the beginning I spoke to um, that guy and I can't remember yeah. his name, so that's really helpful. <laughs> I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It was an, he was an author, wasn't he? Of, no, 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 no. Uh, this other guy, he did studies. He was an Australian guy he, and he did research and he found that to train your gut adequately, you know, eat to lean like two or three or four times the amount of calories you would eat in the race to actually train it because you don't race for as long. You have to consume more calories. Now what that does is for a lot of people is they get worried that, Oh, all those calories I'll put on weight. Um, What are you training for? Are you training to lose weight or are you training to go really well in your race? That's what you need to decide. Am I training for aesthetics or for performance? Which one is it? And if it's for aesthetics, sure, donate. Um, although not, that's not necessarily health, I'm talking just aesthetics. If you're training for performance, train your gut, yep. which means you have to eat. Um, yes, I agree with occasionally doing a bonk run, which is where, you know, you might only eat for half of it and say the last 20Ks you don't eat anything and you get yourself hungry and you get used to that feeling. That's fine. But most runs, you need to train it, you know, and eat. Yep. What do you think, Mister? Well, you never eat unless I go. Have you eaten? Have you eaten? Have you eaten? I think I think um, the Killian method seemed to have some. Kind of, you know, <laughs> we, we watched it. <laughs> we watched a YouTube clip, a YouTube a rich clip, roll interview um, of an interview with Killian Jorno. Yeah. yeah, and he was telling the story about how one day, uh, one just time, fun, just to see just, what, just to see like. what would happen. He decided he would do five days of training. Without eating. Without eating. Without eating at all, at all for five and, days. And he goes, obviously it's his English, but he goes, oh, and then I passed away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, and passed out. Yeah, you meant passed out, but I was thinking, yeah, I probably would have passed away after oh, five days. I mean. God. Yeah, because I'd have killed you because you'd have been so hangry. <laughs> yeah, he oh, five days of training. Please don't just, do that. Just to see what would happen. And, and this is the thing. There are anomalies. <laughs> And that's what Killian is. I don't know anyone else that could do that. And I don't think it'd be good for anyone else. And I don't think anyone else should go 
and do their training without yeah. eating, quite frankly. If you not if you want good performance. Yeah, and it, but he you and know, even you, and now he, yeah. he says, you know, he'll do, you know, yeah. ten hours out on the with no food with or no water. food or water. And and that's, that's fine for Killian, but I would not recommend it for other people. And I know there are people out there who go, Oh, I can do it. Yeah, but you're not getting if, the best out. You're not getting the best out of yourself. Yeah, you might still be a really good runner, but imagine how much better you could be. Yeah. Um, and and I know that was a game changer for me when I was aiming for my sub three hour marathon. When I went and saw a, a sports nutritionist like what I am now, and she helped me so much and I got to eat more. And suddenly I was eating more, but I, I lost a bit of weight, even though I was eating like way more. My performance went way up mm-hmm. and I felt so much better. And that's when I've realized, that's when I, after that, when I wanted to become qualified as well, because I realized how important it is mm-hmm. um, to have the correct nutrition. Yep. yep. And, um, and you need to train it. You can't just go, well, I'm just going to eat all of this in the race. You have to train the gut. It doesn't, yeah. it, it's like training any part of your body or any system. You've got to train it. Yeah, I agree. Yes. All right. Um, number four, um, thou shalt train for thy race. Practice your race strategy. Oh. So it's similar to eating, but I'm I'm thinking more like if you're doing a track race, you know, a six-hour track race or whatever, train for your run-walk oh, strategy. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, train for your when you're going to have a, you know, a break or when you're going to have, you know, similar to what you were saying with the food that yep. you're going to take and when you're going to when you're going to have that food. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, train like you train like you're and, in the and if, race. If it's a hilly race, you you train with your full pack. Yeah. Um, you train with your poles like we were talking about. So yeah. mimic your race in your yeah. training. Is yes. that kind of that's, what you're at? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I am a big proponent for, like because there's nothing worse than rocking up to a race and going, "Holy crap, this pack is heavy." Yeah. Or um, or whatever it is. Or what we did that time when you had entered the backyard ultra. So we went out oh, and I did that and did the training. And that's in, when I went, I'm not doing yes. this race. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it. We did it for what was it? Ten, 10 hours, hours. And I went, and oh, this is horrible. <laughs> no, I definitely don't want to do that. No way. That yeah. is not my idea of fun. And yeah. racing needs to be fun. And I get it that some people enjoy it. No, I don't get it. But yeah. I appreciate that some people enjoy it. But it is yeah. totally not my like no nah. yeah. that no nah. <laughs> every fiber of my being hated that ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so sometimes it's good to do that because then you go, oh no, this isn't for me. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it, not all race formats are for everyone. And when I was training for my twenty four hour track race, I would do sixty kilometer runs on the track with my right from the start with my run walk strategy, which was you know thirteen minutes running, two minutes walking. Yeah. Um, and then at the end for the last, um, five, 10 minutes, I think it was sometimes five minutes, sometimes it was 10 minutes, depending on how I was feeling, I would pick up the pace and sprint, um, for the last bit as if it was the end of the race. I mean, I didn't end up doing that in the race. I did. It felt like I did, but God, I wasn't. Um, but you know, just trying to get used to that feeling of pushing when I was really tired. So, you know, doing those sorts of things. Um, helps. Yep. And, th- and that was trying to be my strategy of pushing even when I felt shit. Yep. Yeah. So, yes, good advice. Thank Very you. good advice. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Number five. five is thou shalt. Oh, actually, and I've got here thou shalt train with your full pack. So I won't okay. do that because that was in your thing. Yeah. Thou shalt taper properly. Okay. Now, 
the reason why I say this is I know some people go, oh, it's race week. I just won't run. I won't, you know, I'll just rest, rest and take it easy. Or the other extreme, which was me when I used to do mountain biking, oh, shit, I better keep training hard right to the end. I don't want to lose any fitness. There is a fine line between them. You've got to reduce volume, but keep some of the intensity. So you still reduce the volume of the intensity and you reduce the volume of your runs, but you don't stop the consistency. You still run every day. It might only be 5Ks or 6Ks, but and you keep some intensity. I still give my clients two speed works, two speed sessions in the last yeah. week of their um before their race. It's not, it's, it's you know, maybe 6Ks and yeah. in total of, you know, including warm-up and cool down. So it's not an epic run, but it keeps the sharpness. So don't just go, well, it's race week. I'm just going to go and walk around the race expo for the last three days before the run. And um, sorry, I'm just doing my heated blanket. <laughs> it's turned off. I oh, dare right. it. Um, you know, it, taper does not mean rest. It means rest, but it doesn't mean complete rest. It means taper. Taper means cut back. So um, reduce volume, but keep the intensity. Yep. What are your thoughts yep. on that one? Well, how how did you used to taper before? Uh, I didn't. That's really. what I mean. Yeah, you I just didn't. kept running hard right there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really taper. That at genius. All. Don't yes. worry, I did it in mountain biking too, and could never yeah. figure out why I was so freaking shagged yeah. every race. <laughs> yeah. But I had, um, I was young and stupid. What was your excuse? I you was, weren't young. I was, I was like early 20s. Dumb and stupid? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Number six. Uh, focus on the race terrain. Thou shalt. Oh, thou shalt focus on the race terrain, but don't ignore other terrain. Huh? My point is, if you're doing a mountain race, if, you, if that's your what your focus is, then you need to get into the mountains to train where you can, but not but don't completely ignore flat running. Yeah. The or or flat speed running, sessions. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, yes, because a lot of trail runners go, bitumen's boring, that statement, you know, I'm only mm. gonna run trails. Yeah, well then what ends up happening is you end up slowing down. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. sure, focus on focus on what your race is gonna be because you want that to be your priority, mm -hmm. but don't ignore the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and there is benefits, you know, because when you run in the hills, I mean, I love it because oh, I get my little walk breaks and I get my freebie down hills, and <laughs> you know, but then you go and do like those forty-kilometer road runs, and it is relentless oh, yeah. and non-stop, and I'm Thanks. praying for red lights, and you know, oh my god, it's just. But oh. but as terrible as it was and and fear very as good it training. sounds it is very good training yes it is absolutely yeah. good training more mentally yeah. than anything and and if i was feeling better and was able to you know really consistently keep the running it's very good for fitness yeah. and keeping your leg speed and um i mean i've put a real out about that about you know trail runners should run on the roads yeah. it's really really important mm -hmm. because also you think about it even these trail runs there's often a lot of bitumen roads to connect different parts yeah. of trails yeah. okay yeah. Okay. So you need to be ready for that too. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yep. Thou shalt train to hike fast. Sorry, this is number seven. seven. Number seven. And then you'll do eight and yeah. off you because I've only got one more after this. <laughs> better hope it's not one that I've got. No, it won't no, no, Okay. No. Thou shalt train to hike fast. So... You are, especially in an ultra, you're going to hike at some point. Yep. Like when I was, even when I was training for that 24-hour track race, 
um, you know, I did walk breaks in my long run training, but I also did specific just walking workouts where I would just do an hour of walking fast, mm -hmm. right? Just to train that part of it for when I got tired and couldn't run, which happened. And thank God I trained the walking. Um, yeah. Also, I'm going to hike in, in a race up a hill, you know? So it's like I said, in the reel I put out just today, it's not a Sunday stroll, yeah. hike fast, hike with purpose. I remember um, on that note, one of the, we, we'd only just recently started dating and I went out for a run with you and Nikki oh, on, yeah. on the Warby Trail. Yeah. And we'd be running along and everything's fine. And then we'd start, you know, we'd do a walk break. That's and right. And you I, couldn't... I couldn't keep up. Yeah. I had to start running again because I couldn't keep up with you two walking. And yeah. my legs are like twice as long. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that. Yeah says it and, know, and says yet it and what it does is it rests the muscles and the mind the running muscles and mind right so by walking and then you start running again and it's like those muscles have rested yeah okay the running muscles have rested so it gives you it may it enables you to maintain a, a faster pace overall yeah and nikki has timed herself um going up mount donna buang doing run walk and just run and they were both the same pace. Right. They ended up being the same pace, even though she was doing walk breaks. So we yep. always do walk breaks up there because yeah. 17K uphill running is is mentally daunting, Yeah. let alone physically. Yep. So um, we always do the run walk because that, and you've done it with me yep. and you quite yep. enjoyed doing yeah. it like that, didn't yeah. you? Um, but train the walking because there's walking and there's walking. Yeah, that's right. You know, but you've got to walk fast. Mm -hmm. Um. Once again, in this clinic, we'll be talking about walking fast up hills. So, yep. and I will, I will for all those people who are non-Victorians, I am creating an online course, so to speak, on um, this, all these sorts of things. We've done lots of videoing for it. Um, it won't be too expensive. Obviously, you've got to pay for it. It's my time and my work and my... Um, expertise. Yeah, expertise, you know. I know a lot of people think coaches should give everything away for free, but I've got to make a living too. Yep. Um, so, but it won't be, you know, huge, but um, obviously, like I said, nothing beats being in person. So if you can mm -hmm. come in person, do, but I am creating something for online as well. But yes, train your hiking, even if it is a flat race, because like, seriously, this hundred Ks on the rail trail, I'm going to be hiking at some point. Yeah. Just to give those running muscles a break and to give my mind a break and great time to eat. If you struggle when you're running to eat, the walk breaks is when you eat. Yeah, that's I'm. I definitely can't run and eat at the same time. I can barely walk and eat at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but the only the only way I can eat is while I'm walking. Yeah. So you will overall once again, like I said, have a faster pace. And if you have to stop to eat, yeah, that's that's a big drop in your pace. Perpetual forward motion is yep. the name of the game. Yep. All right, number All right. eight. Number eight. Thou shalt rest like a champion. Oh, I like it. See, isn't that funny that I didn't put rest in there? <laughs> yep. You're right. So, it takes grit to rest. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the most important things in a training program is rest. Um, it's the it only is, way to is. recharge batteries properly. It is. 100%. Whether, whether that's, you know, a rest day or sleep, getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sleep makes um, such a difference. Yeah. You should. You really need to master You your don't rest. need to bother with bloody ice baths, which I'm totally against. Ice baths and compression this and, and you know, cryo that and then eat, sleep, 
Well, yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's recovery, yeah. eating and sleeping. Yeah. You know? That's right. So that um and hydrating, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I can consider that in eating. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, sleeping, resting, recovering. I mean, I like I said, I don't have a lot of recovery days or rest, full rest days, because I never have, and that's yeah. how my body operates best. Um, but on like I run slow on my on my recovery day, which would yeah. Monday wouldn't if I was going to have rest day, it would be my rest day. But instead, I run slow, yeah. than usual. Yeah. <laughs> so um, because my legs are tired from the weekend, but I yeah. just love to get out and love to you know move. Yeah. But yes, you are right. Rest mm -hmm. and definitely don't run every day hard. No. no. Recipe for disaster and failure. Yeah. Yes, and injury. And injury. Yep. All righty. Number nine. nine. Thou shalt do weights. Do you have that one? No, I don't. Didn't think you would. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> okay. No. Weights are super duper important. You start losing muscle mass from your 30s. Like, seriously, this is not a joke, people. And especially women, you really need to get on it because you need to not only strength to keep your muscle strength, but your bone strength. Osteoporosis, anyone? No. No, thanks. And, um, you know, just, I just don't understand the reluctance of runners to strength train. Like, I, I just don't understand it. You know, it, and, 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 or the reluctance to do heavy weights. Yes, your legs will be tired, but that's only the first few weeks. Remember when we sort of got back into it? Yeah. I can't remember yeah. because of my, all my whole having time off. Yeah. And we got back into the heavy weights and like, oh my God, my legs feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. These runs are yeah. so hard. Yeah. Oh. Few doms issues. Yeah. yeah. But we were like, this will only last a couple of weeks. We've yep. got to push through it. And we did. And now it's like, yeah, fine, isn't it? Yep. It's like can't even tell. And um, you know, we were doing some power exercises the other day. I had yep. us doing like sort of a hybrid workout of some balance and some, some jumping or yeah, that. with the weights, you know, and that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's such a variation. Like when I program weights for my clients it's not just go to the gym and push a few weights around i give them specific exercises that are going to improve their running yeah. and not just make them stronger yes it'll make them stronger it'll make their balance better it'll strengthen your connective tissue and your tendons and ligaments and 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 everything and it's yeah. just so important it, it's so i can't reiterate it enough but how important i believe weights are especially if you are over 30 personally i think under 30 as well because um it's better to start the habit then and get into a good habit. Yeah. And aesthetically, it's more pleasing too. Like you, you can feel more proud of yourself if you've got some decent muscles rather than scrawny runner arms and those sorts of things. You know, like yeah. Come on, you you need strong upper body, um, and you just need a strong body. Yeah. No, I get that. Yep. All right, number ten, the lucky last. Thou shalt focus on thy feet. Oh, good point. When you're in a when you're in a oh, you know yeah. long race, um, the don't wrong, ignore it. The wrong shoes and the wrong socks can ruin your race. No right, matter how yeah. fit you are, no yeah. matter how strong you are, yeah. Um, if you neglect your feet, uh, that, that's your day done. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. We what once again we watched a video the other day it's where Sally McRae uh, doing the Coca Donut Coca Donut two fifty. Oh, but also like fifty miles in, and her feet were a mess. And she only had 200 miles to go. What she, were you yeah, only for? had 200 more miles to go on feet that would that would ruin. And and you would see her just hobbling along. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. And I remember my Jesse's run that I yeah. did. Oh, my God. My feet were so bad. Yeah. And, and I'd chosen the wrong shoes, not big enough and that sort of stuff. And I was mm. hobbling for... 
I mean, we were in Croydon and I was crying saying to Stephen, I don't know if I can keep going. Like yeah. I literally, only because my feet, like everything else was fine, but I couldn't run. I was just like one of those Japanese ladies with their bound up feet hobbling along, you know? Yeah. And, a, you know, wrong sock choice um, will give you a blister. And yep. And I've had that it. before too, yeah. but, you know, seriously. So yes, wear gaiters if you're doing a trail sort of run. Um I now put like this oily stuff on my feet and then I put powder and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah. you know, I used to take my feet in hot spots that I, or in spots that I knew that would be hot spots. My feet have toughened up a lot now, so yeah. I don't need to do that as much yeah. anymore, but you might still need to do that, but really take care of your feet. Yeah. That is very good advice and cut your toenails probably two weeks before yeah. a race you know, more than, or 10 days, because if you cut them too soon and you cut it really low, you know, accidentally, then that can cause issues too. So they say about a week to 10 days before the race, cut them. Mm -hmm. And um, because, yeah, you know, we got home yesterday and your toes were bleeding. Oh, no, that was today. Oh. Yeah, that was today. Yeah. Seems like yesterday. I've got to to trim my toenails and they're not. No, they're not super long, but they just maybe just a tiny little point, just a tiny point on them, and it was rubbing rubs, on the side of your toe, yeah, wasn't it? And, and as it's funny, I, like we're running down just at the end of our street on the way home, and I was thinking there's something sticky in my shoe. I'm not sure what that is, and then yeah, I took my shoe off, and my toes were all red. Yep. Um, which is fine, you know, for a ten k run, no big deal. Yeah. You know, it didn't didn't hurt. Like it literally didn't hurt. It's no. just I could feel the stickiness of the blood. <laughs> But if you were doing a hundred k race, I'm telling you now yeah, that would have hurt. That right? would have started to hurt. Absolutely, yeah. get a bit of you know a bit of water or a bit of sweat in there, and oh. um, yeah, that would. It would just kept rubbing and kept yeah. rubbing and kept rubbing. I used to put also on my feet these little padded toe hmm. things. If I'd grab one and show you, but they're the most disgusting things to see. Um, little padded gel sort of things that go right over the toe, and that yeah. used to really help me. Like I said, now my feet have um improved and also they've made shoes now with wider toe boxes so i don't have to stress as much like um with my big ugly feet (laughs) but don't don't wear new shoes for a race and don't wear new socks for a race no you want to know your socks you want to know your socks and that's what sally mccray did she wore the wrong socks or something i don't quite understand i'm going to try messaging her and see if we can chat on the podcast so who knows who knows but yeah um yeah i'm <laughs> lucky. I'm lucky. I found the socks that are perfect for my feet. I don't. And they're Kmart cheapest. I never get any blisters or anything, and they are literally the cheapest socks you can buy at Kmart, yeah. and yeah. they work for me. I'm I lucky know, in I that respect. That. I, I get um light feet. I think it's called. Yep. I really like them, and yep. they're pretty good value. Like they yeah. they cost more than your Kmart cheapies. Yeah. But um, my feet need a little bit more love and attention yeah. than yours do. I, really. I'm lucky because I tried other socks, and they'd slip and slide, and I'd get blisters. Yeah, I it, I bought the Kmart ones just to see, and I had to end up buying more because they work so well. I don't yeah. have to wear anything else. Yeah, so you're lucky. I'm lucky. You got so, cheap feet. Yeah, that's right. I've got expensive feet, yeah. as evidenced by the multitude of shoes. Yes, that's right. And the yeah. six thousand pairs of socks. Mm. Yes, but once you find what works for you, stick right. to that. Yep. Well, I do think. Well, did you have any more? Just out of yes, interest, yes, I did. Um, I had. 
um, back up long runs. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you do like a mile, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you do your long run and then you have to rest for three days or yeah, two days, true. then that's a waste but of time. But that's that's why it's better, the consistency, yeah. you know, that's what we're talking about. Oh, that, that, and that's what, what I was aiming towards. But, is, you know, backing yeah. up long runs, if you're doing a 100 mile, it would be <clears throat> good yeah. to do two long runs in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that or... You know, like we do, we we do a long run on a Saturday and yeah. then do some hills or, or something. I'm on sure, a we only did 13k on Sunday. Sorry, I just had to click my hip. Um, but um, it took a while because it was you know 1100 meters climbing. Yeah. So it wasn't a short run, and and that's the other thing is don't don't worry too much about pace. Like if you looked at that pace, you'd be horrified. Yeah. It was nine minute k's or something. Yeah. But we were smashing it out. We were getting yeah, we, yeah, we were. We we actually had a good run on. Or, oh my you know, god! Could, could like normally it takes like, like twenty minutes to do the lineboard climb. We got down to eighteen minutes and twenty eight seconds. Yeah. yeah, so we we had and it a, didn't even feel like we we're trying that hard. And we were moving da- back downhill nice and quick as well. Yeah, like, quicker. You know? And and there were six million people on the trail, so yeah. we had to dodge. Yep. So and did you have something else? Well, there was one, but I think that you kind of covered it. Um, I think that was the taking in calories. Yes, the calories. We said that was the train to go. Yeah. 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 So, um, so. What do you think of our list? Um, Did we miss something? And if we did, tough, because you didn't give us any ideas. (laughs) That's right. You should have sent them in. You should have sent them in. Jeez, Louise. Um, On another note, um, can you review? Because Ron hasn't had a review yet since he's been on the pod. Like, nobody's reviewing. Like, come on. We put in every week we make this podcast and then I, oh, my God, do all the other yeah. stuff. Two minutes, two minutes. Come on, guys. Show us some love. We want to know that you care and that you yeah, like us. That's right. We're needy We're like needy. that. We need to. Yes. yes. Oh, I bumped the table on the microphone. Oh, oh, there we go. Back again. <laughs> Did you notice the difference? Let us know. And then we'll know whether we need to take the Blue Yeti to yeah. Europe. Oh, it's gone back again. Holy moly. I don't understand. There we go. Jeez. Loose connection. Yeah, it's a loose connection, clearly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It is what it is. And tonight for dinner, um, we're having sweet oh, potato fries, lamb chops. Lamb chops, yep. sweet potato fries. And, and just saying, we get the best lamb salad. chops from, and salad from yeah. Costco. They yeah. are the best. Like we've, we've tried from butchers and everything and then nowhere near. No, we've nice. tried the butchers. Um, they were more expensive and quite a bit more fatty. Fatty and kind of gross and grisly. And, and these ones are just like. Yeah, these, these are really nice. Nice and, nice and thick. Yeah. Um, very meaty. Yep. Sorry, yeah. vegans. Sorry, but... vegans, but, <laughs> but we're not. So Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's just the way it is. And I'm, we can accept you as vegans, so I'm sure you can accept us as meat eaters. Yes. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we're having for dinner tonight. Yep. Yum. Oh. And the sweet potato fries are done in the air fryer. Mm. My mind is blown. Milk. I've never had one of them before. Ron brought that along. Yep. You know, so he had to bring something to the relationship. I did. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Um, yeah, and we'll mix it in with some that you put in I some put spices, spices and stuff in them. I think we've kind of run out, so they might be oh. buried sweet potato fries. <laughs> <laughs> jars and jars of curry. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I might invent something. Yeah. Oh, and chicken salt left over from Elizabeth. <laughs> Right. She loved her chicken sauce and everything. Um, anyway, we digress. Yes. This is not a food podcast. Nope. It's running. And let us know what you think. Next week, we're going to talk about, oh, I forgot. Um, yeah, it's it's a post, another post I saw on Insta, things that runners like to do or something they do on them. I, I don't know. I've forgotten, but it was funny. So we're going to talk right. about it. And we're going to talk about what they say and see if we agree. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, 
you haven't seen it, so you wouldn't no, know. No, no. I, sure I, I remember I agreed with some of them, but um, some of them I went, oh, I don't know. So um, anyway, yep. and then, yeah, I will contact Sally McRae. But once again, if we're not up there on the charts, she's not going to want to talk to us. And the only way we get up there on the charts is if you rate, review, and subscribe. It's literally the only way. Yep. So um, we would appreciate it because then we can, you know, as Listening much as... while great is not enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you need to do more. Yes. <laughs> you need to subscribe with, uh, rate within purpose, yeah. review with purpose. Um, you know, as much as, you know, this is not so much an interview podcast anymore, it would be good to be able to do them sometimes. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Well, thank right. you for listening. We do actually appreciate you we listening. Do. We do. We do. I like to look and see how many listens we've had and that sort of thing, and, yeah. you know. And we like to hear from people who say, oh, I was listening to your podcast the other day. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it that, is that does give, give us a lift if we see people. Yeah, like yeah. so if you do see us out there, say hi. Yeah. Um, we always love that, even if, you know, just say, yell at extra light for me and we're yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, and that'll do for tonight. That's it and that's all. That's it and that's all. <laughs> if you watch FUBAR, you'll know what we're talking yes. about. All righty. Or, or apparently. Um, Throw mama from the train, which we've seen. Yeah. Um, or I've seen, but I cannot remember because it was like 500 years ago. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, once again, we digress. Yeah. Netflix. Um, <laughs> living the dream here. Yep. Um, well, that's all we can afford to do at the moment with our Europe trip coming up. <laughs> Netflix is getting a real workout. Oh, yeah, it is. Alrighty, have a good one, everyone. Let us know how your runs are going. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Give us some feedback. Give us some whatever. And um, we will catch you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, what happened? There we go. Almost missed the stop button. Bye. Bye. <laughs>